welcome to a Patreon exclusive episode of Allegedly Astrology. Each episode will break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history, starting with some juicy star-studded relationship drama. So Dana, kick us off. What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the brief yet impactful relationship of Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Oh my yet God. impactful. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the three-month relationship that had everyone talking in 2012 when Taylor's album Red first came out, and then again in 2021 with the re-release of Red, in parentheses, Taylor's version. Taylor's version. Taylor's version, so good. I love it. So glad. Love to revisit Red. That was tons of bangers. But though Taylor has never actually admitted to the relationship with Jake and claims she has never written any songs about him, that <laughs> didn't stop Taylor stands from speculating about the tea spilled in the 10-minute version of All Too Well. So this is where this 2012 tea just mm-hmm. crept right back up. So let's learn about Taylor and Jake and how this relationship got dragged back into the public eye almost 10 years later. And we were all still here for it. Oh, my God. Yes. I remember Red like it was yesterday. I love Taylor Swift. Somebody I was like out at a work function and someone started saying how they hate Taylor Swift. And I was like, I get it. But like I ride so hard for her because they hated her because they said they think she's nice, but really she's crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, 100 percent. Like so. That's why I love her. <laughs> why do we hate everyone that's crazy? No, they make our lives so much more interesting. <laughs> so everyone on planet Earth knows who Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal are. So we're just going to get right to their dating sitch. So Jake and Taylor started dating in 2010, right after Gwyneth Paltrow, of all people, decided to play matchmaker and introduce them at a dinner party. And at the time, Taylor was 20 when they started dating and Jake was 29. So, you know, you have like that nine year age difference. And they were first seen together at an episode of Saturday Night Live. I had no idea that Gwyneth Paltrow was the one that set them up. Yeah, neither did I until extremely I random. looked it up. That's right. <laughs> But um, neither were performing or hosting at SNL, but they were there to support their mutual friend, famous actress Emma Stone. And after that, their relationship kind of took off. Allegedly, he had met her parents. She went to Maggie Gyllenhaal, a.k.a. Jake's sister's house, for Thanksgiving, which was where she left her infamous red scarf. Oh, my God, yes. And their relationship was pretty fast-paced. So, uh, Dana, what's their bywheels like? Okay, so... Taylor was born on December 13th, 1989, either at 517 or 836 or neither of those. Interesting. We use the 836 Ooh. AM chart because she seems like a Capricorn rising. Um, and that's her writing uh, Pennsylvania. And Jake was born on December 19th, 1980 at 8.08 p.m. in Los Angeles, California. So both of them have their son in Sagittarius, which is like big picture dreamers, not always the most realistic. Maybe especially Jake, who has his Mercury conjunct Neptune in Sagittarius. And Neptune, you know, isn't um, about the truth. It's actually about lies. Um, (laughs) And also Jake's Uranus is conjunct Taylor's Mars and Scorpio. So this is pretty hot. Uranus in astrology is like surprises and magnets and Mars is sex and war. And so this is going to make them super 
super attracted to one another, especially in Scorpio, which is the sign that has so much to do with sex and power. And their nodes are opposing each other, which means Taylor was born during Jake's nodal opposition. And we said during the Jeffrey Epstein and Glenn Maxwell episode that this is sort of like the astrological version of best friends necklaces. And oh, damn. I stand by that. Um, <laughs> it's going to add some gravity to the relationship, regardless of like time or how deep they got together. Like it's going to be significant. And also their midheaven and IC are both opposing each other. So this makes for a relationship that's like comfortable in public as well as home alone together, which can also sort of put things on a fast track, right? If you're like, oh, like we get along in public and then also it's like nice and intense behind the scenes too. So like each partner helps the other feel, you know, like more comfortable in public, which I feel like probably is big for celebrities who are such freaks. Um, And then they also like understand the like quiet inward version of each other as well. To learn more about Taylor and Jake's big threes and why these twin flames were destined to be extinguished, subscribe to Allegedly Astrology's Patreon to listen to the rest of this exclusive episode. 